0: As is one of your co-host Mills.
1: I'm your man P. What's going on this morning, bro? Psh,
0: man, super early this morning. We <laughs> we went down to the wire, bro.
1: We cut this jobs super close,
0: super close. But we getting it done though.
1: No, for sure, for sure. We definitely getting it done. And you know, <clears throat> I'm 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 upset that our schedules aren't allowing us to align, but we're still getting it done. So that's all that matters.
0: Hey listen man As long as we get it done Who cares I mean we care But we, We 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 knocking them out And we not We not leaving nobody without So that's all that matters No
1: Absolutely And it's crazy because I'll take the heat for this one For us not being able to link up I'm actually in my car right now Just leaving work this morning On this fine rainy Saturday morning I had like Some legit Like time sensitive stuff that I needed to take care of and I took care of it but you know it was uh it was a little humbling bro it was a little humbling to say the least what you mean well we had my my staff and I had some cleaning and stuff we had to get done and we knocked out like we knocked out at least I thought we did and um my boss had to go up to the gig the other day to um grab some stuff he ordered and you know Bosses do what bosses do. So, you know, he started looking around, whatever the case. And on the hot side of the kitchen where the grill and the fryers and everything are, he saw something. And you know, when you in that role, it's like, wait a minute, let me just take a closer look. And he pulled the coolers out from the wall and everything else. Shit show, bro. And, you know, he texted us in the group text and, you know, y'all dropped the ball looks like this side of the kitchen wasn't touched at all blah 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 blah. and you know when he's not there i'm the guy so it fell on me so i took ownership like i should have you know i didn't look i didn't inspect as thoroughly as i should have but it man listen when i saw that shit this morning bro i was so embarrassed but like i said it was humbling because no matter how good of a job you think you're doing you can always do better
0: yeah, man. Hey, listen, first off, nobody's perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. So, the fact that you, you know, you, you, you know, you did take ownership. You've always been that way since I've known you. So, you know, you fix it next time, or you fix it this morning for sure.
1: Well, I, I, I it's like seventy percent done, but I say, you know what? I'm gonna stop right here. I'm gonna get out of here, and then I'm gonna finish the rest uh, Monday morning. Um, when I when I go in on Monday, so you know, for sure, it is what it is. But you know, we're not going to keep our uh, we're not going to keep our our, our our listeners too long this morning. But I heard you want to talk about something very specific, uh, Anthony Bourdain, to be exact. Am I
0: correct? You're very correct. But let's jump into the tails real quick. Let's let's not bury the lead. Let me jump. Let's jump into tales, and we can get right into that, and then we can get right into motivational. I got a tales. A tales. I just remembered, and it's kind of serendipitous how I remembered. So this is hotel. I'll make this short, quick, and as entertaining as possible. Working at this hotel, we have a wedding planned, so we getting everything for the wedding together. So at this particular hotel. We, we got our wedding cakes from a different company. Love the company. Can be a tad unprofessional, which leads to the tales. (laughs) So we have this wedding. They ordered this four tier wedding cake. Wedding cake was beautiful. I saw the pictures. I saw like the updated process of it. Day of the wedding. We're getting everything set. They dropped the wedding cake off. (laughs) Don't you know that wedding cake was in pieces?
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean?
0: I mean, they didn't take proper care in dropping the wedding cake off. And And it
1: broke apart in transport? Yes. Oh, my goodness, bro.
0: Now, mind you, I'm not, I'm, I'm, as a chef, I'm nice as shit. I, I understand for some people, baking is a part of being a chef. But like for some of us, we keep them completely separate. I didn't finish fixing that cake until four minutes before it was time to be presented. Damn. They dropped it off f- Four hours and twenty. I timed this shit. It was four hours and twenty minutes before the actual cake had to be presented when they dropped it off. And it took you
1: exactly four hours and sixteen
0: minutes to fix it. I was struggling. I went right to YouTube University. It, it was it was a bad job. You know? It was a bad, it was real bad. So I'm sitting there fumbling, trying to fix this cake. You got other people coming in like, oh, no, this is what you're supposed to do. And I'd be like, okay, they'll do something. And I'd be like, it's wrong. Get out. Get out the kitchen. And that's my big thing. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, get out the kitchen. I just ended up, like, I just took the cake to, like, a banquet space that was open, got quiet, put some headphones in. And when I tell you, I just... Made this cake magnificent again Psh, I did my thing it Took a while though For sure
1: Well that was a uh, huge pat On the back yourself number one And number two That right there has been one of your Most proud culinary moments Cause You was able to Put that huge fire out number one.
0: Oh my and goodness
1: then, And then number two You know we do what we do the, the smiles on people's faces when our food, our service, whatever the case may be, is top tier. And that's a top tier service.
0: Moment. Oh, for sure. Let That email that got sent that Monday morning. Oh, my goodness. They were in full panic mode because, you know, a, a, a hotel in a major, a major market hotel. And that's one of your accounts, and you fumble like that, it's not a good look. So they were sitting there like, "Oh, we can do this. We do this. Blah blah blah. We send you samples. Like it was like I was giving, <laughs> I was giving cakes out to my staff. Like Happy Tuesday. So what you got for that's us, bro? Hey, I drew a blank just now. Hold on, and I had a doozy too. Listen yep.
1: to your story. I, I was so captivated by it. <laughs> School, <laughs> um, you get it back. So it's funny. I'm gonna a switch it up, and I, I like how our our tales have been mirror, mirroring each other for the past couple episodes. So I have a tales from when I was at the hotel, and reluctantly enough, it's a wedding story. Okay. So it was a wedding. Nothing like what you were just talking about, but we had a wedding going on. And for whatever reason, uh, well, I know why. And you'll know why in a second, too. So this wedding in particular decided that they didn't want their dinner to be plated. They wanted their dinner to be buffet-style.
0: Okay. Get them in, get them out.
1: Well, not even that. Money.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that too.
1: I'm saying buffet is way cheaper than plated. It's It's
0: not that much cheaper, though.
1: Well, the package they got, I saw the comparison between Plated and Buffet. That was a big and it difference. Was, it was a difference of a couple thousand
0: dollars. Oh, shit. All right. I stand corrected.
1: Yeah. So, they got Buffet style. I'm not a big fan of wedding buffet uh, receptions, but whatever it is, what it is. So, their Buffet was nice. You know, two proteins, two starches, two veg. Two different salads, uh, entire dessert table, and, um, of course, open bar. So everything's going great. Now, we're about 35 minutes into dinner. All I hear one of the banquet servers say is, they're fucked. So I'm like, what happened? Because, of course, I'm, I'm I'm never where I'm supposed to be. So I'm in the wrong place at the right time. So yeah. I'm like, well, what happened? And it's like, yo, this one table went up to the buffet and damn near took an entire can of steak to the table. I
0: fucking hate people that do
1: that, you know? And I'm like, well, this is what happens when you do buffet instead of plated. People are going to gorge themselves because everything is right there in front of them. But at the rate people were eating. They were gonna run out of food. So I told I told Chef, I said, Look, man, they paid for this shit. It's kinda on them, but they're not gonna make it to so the pay. They wanna run out of food. You should see like how these people are eating. So it was a lesson learned that day. He told me, and I quote, and I'll never forget this. He said, Unfortunately, Pat we did our job. we gave them exactly what they wanted, plus more, because we kind of figured this was gonna happen. If they run the fuck out of food, that's the fuck on them, and we're not giving them no extra, because any extra, they didn't pay for So let it be a lesson learned. And I said, say less. They ran out of food with about 20 minutes left in their dinner, and they're looking like, well, they they, they looked at us and we got the ball, but, when we explained to them that your guests have three pieces of steak and two pieces of salmon on a plate and they're not even eating it all and it's going to waste and then y'all food is getting thrown out because your guests is greedy as fuck. That's not y'all. And it was a whole big thing. They was in there arguing. I thought a couple people was getting ready to throw hands. I'm talking about like, like guests throw hands with each other. Like it was bad.
0: You greedy what? ass! What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Again, he said, "Take it as a lesson learned." And I was so visually focused of got to put the fire out, got to put the fire out. What are we going to do? That I didn't take the time to really think about it and say, "Well, we did give them what they asked for, plus more. They're not paying for anything extra at this point, so we're not just going to just, just uh, give you know give money away. We're not doing that." In the business of making money, so you know, it was cool, it was a great lesson learned. I'm glad I learned it, but um, in that moment, I was like, Holy shit, like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Nothing, clearly,
0: but that's my tales, Ish, man. Bro, weddings be you know what it is, too. And like, you know, I always get your praises on your wedding,
1: that's a wedding.
0: It's, oh right. they'd be, the, right. worst. be They're the worst.
1: they giving a curse. They're giving a curse,
0: bro. Cause nobody's ever really ready. Like, and if you do, you know, you do, you do, you do your due diligence. Excuse me, pardon me with the with the stutters. You do your due diligence. It can, it's an easy process. I've had in my career two weddings that went off perfectly without a hitch, but they also were planning like eight months to a year prior, so you had to jump on it. But, yeah, bro, weddings are the worst. Well, you so,
1: know what they say. I forget the guy. I think it was Charles Darwin, if I'm not mistaken. What can go wrong will go, go wrong.
0: I believe you might be right on that. But, you know, we're chefs. <laughs> we just be quoting shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, what's up, man? What say? What, what, what's so, going on, man?
0: So, so listen, so listen. I saw this I saw this tweet on Twitter and it got my it got my my brain juices going so the tweet goes I wish Anthony Bourdain were alive today to articulate the insanity of living in a country where cooks were the largest occupational group to die in a pandemic and restaurant owners are pouting that nobody wants to work in restaurants anymore so I was like damn that's that's a, that's a pungent quote Well that's a pungent take there So of course I had to jump on I had to do my research So just to dispel it just a little bit Cooks And people in food and beverage Are not the largest
1: I And it, 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 has, it has so many layers to it Yeah You can attack that from so many different
0: angles Right but, but just as far as food and beverage In general anything anything to do with food and beverage we're not the largest occupational hazard hazard that has to go to uh the medical field right the the irony of it is it's not it's the the difference is not it's not a lot so i just wanted your take on it like what do you think was the cause for that being like wh- what do you think the cause of death being so high like and then you could touch on, you know, business owners and so on and so forth. So
1: you said what, what, what do I think the, the Yeah, what what do
0: you think yeah, what do you think led to the cause of so many deaths in the in the food and beverage industry? Um
1: depression. I would say depression
0: Ooh yo, you took that somewhere different.
1: Talk to shit, um, boy. Cause think about it. In our in our Industry in our line of work, we're never seen or heard. All all the consumers know is when they come to a restaurant or they come to a hotel or wherever you know they go for service or whatever event, all they see is the finished product. They don't see us, they don't see what goes on behind the scenes, they don't see what goes on in these kitchens, they don't see. The days of prep, the long, the late nights, early mornings, they don't see anything. All they see is funny plate when their food is presented to them. And our industry is very, very unforgiving. You know, to use your word, sweat equity, you put so much sweat, sweat equity into this, so much time, so much blood, sweat, and tears literally and figuratively, that if not taken care of and staying on top of it, especially when it comes to mental health, it's very, very easy to become depressed in this line of work, because in your mind you can create the notion that again, and we've said this numerous times, you can create the notion in your mind that you're in an industry that you love but it doesn't love you back. So, why continue to put so much into this shit? And we, we wear the smile because we have to. Because it's our job. But deep down inside, we don't know, I was on the outside looking in, they don't know what the fuck is going on. And we can wake up one morning or go to bed you know, in the evening and it'd be the last time we go to sleep or the last time we wake up because it's like I can't do this shit no more. It's too fucking demanding. Like, right. like this is why when people like us get out of the positions that we work so hard to to reach, you just wanna be one of the guys. You don't wanna continue to carry this burden because it's like, damn. I'm giving so much of myself, and I'm getting so little in return. And it gets to the point where it's not fair, not fair to you, or him or her or them. So I would have to say depression is the biggest cause of uh, death in this industry. And then to piggyback on the second part with, like, the restaurant owners and them crying about nobody wanting to work, B, has so much to do with, A, that when the pandemic hit and people actually got to relax and kick their feet up, people found themselves again and said, you know what, I'm young enough. I have the aptitude to change my career path if I so choose to. And a lot of people changed their career path. A lot of people said, I love this shit, but I'm good. i'm I'm gonna start to put myself first i'm good at this let me see what this is all about they see what it's about they're making good money the hours are steady they got a life again it's like damn like i've been missing out all these years because i was giving so much of myself to this food and food and beverage industry Nah, fuck that they can keep that thing they hang their apron up for good, and y'all can keep that apron. I don't want it no more. So, you know, a lot of people post pandemic, a lot of people got out of it, yo. A lot of people got out of it. And a lot of people are 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 wanting to get out. Of, but they're loyal to a fault and they still got the love. But once that love is gone, bro, that's it. Yeah, you know, it's
0: it's um once love and respect is gone, it's a hard thing to get back. Um, just to touch on the same thing real quick. Um, I think, you know, the reason why there were so many deaths as well as two is because it exposed majority of the world that didn't know how to take care of themselves. So the first thing that opened back up was restaurants. Because people was like, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to take care of myself. I mean, I can't eat oodles and noodles every day. So I think that was a big thing, too. And then, you know, you got and, you know, you've been in the industry for almost 20 plus years. Same thing with me. Feeding 100 people. This is this is a small number, but it's easy to spread it was easy to spread like COVID when you, to feed 100 people you need at least two or three people and you don't know what these people are doing in their spare time when they're out of work like and you know that that could just be just spreading it around spreading it around and then you're trying to feed 200 people now you had an extra person 300 people you had an extra person so you know it was a trickle down effect it was just a shocking thing that to read that tweet and then it was also shocking to for me to research and do the numbers it's like yo the difference between medical professionals and uh, food and beverage people like the number was not that different it's probably like maybe like 2000 deaths difference that's it insane it's insane so yeah, I told y'all we keeping this real short, quick. You know, uh, what you got for us for motivational mic drop, bro? Um, so for my motivational mic drop, I I
1: would have to say, damn, I lost my train of thought. Oh no, no, I got it back. I'm sorry. Good. So for my motivational, <laughs> early. For my motivational mic drop, I would have to say it's okay to want the best for yourself. Nobody's going to want it for you more than you. And I say that because a lot of people tend to be caregivers and caretakers, per se, where they'll put the needs of everybody else before the needs of themselves. And that's a part of my personality as well. You know, um, I'll make sure everybody else around me is good before I make sure I'm good, but that can be a detriment if you don't realize what you're doing. So, put yourself first sometimes, most most times, but it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to let other people figure it out for themselves. You know, as adults, we don't always have to feel like we have to take everybody by the hand because we know that they can't do it the way that it needs to be done. But unfortunately, they have to figure it out. So while you make sure you're good, let other people make sure that they're good. But I applaud people that have that kind of personality and that had, that care enough to want to see everybody around them do well, be well, succeed. You know, that's a, those are traits that really don't exist that much these days because so many people are out for self but again like I said take care of yourself
0: put yourself first alright what I got for motivational is real quick real, real, sweet and simple learn as you will live forever live like you will die tomorrow always be in the spirit of learning and treat every day like it's your last so do it up to quote one of the one of the great rappers of our our time, Mason Betha, if you had twenty four hours to live, what would you do? So you just make the most of it. So real quick, this was a quick episode. We knocked this one out the park. We got in and we got out. The bear, the bear review is coming next week, guys. It's going. To, we're it's going to be spoilers. We're just going to put it out there. It's going to be spoilers. Are you started yet, bro?
1: No, I haven't I haven't had time to uh, actually start it yet, but I would have binged the entire thing by
0: the time we do our show next week, so... That's cool. <laughs> we in the same boat. So, again, quick episode. We in and we out. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Bro, you got anything to say to the people?
1: Um... No. No, we pretty much covered it all. On some on, on some funny stuff real quick, uh... Your mom told me I
0: should be a motivational speaker. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> she, she might be telling the truth. But I was we'll, <laughs> we'll touch on that next week. So again, uh, it's your boy Mills. This is your boy P. Thank you for tuning in. You uh, you know, we appreciate you joining us at the Food Joint Podcast.